Sweet. All right. Welcome, welcome all to episode. Is this 18? 17. This is 17. All right. I'm losing track. 17 again. Hey. (laughs) I will never want to be 17 again. Oh, no. It's better than being in eighth grade again. I'll tell you what. Yes. Um, So we have a special episode for y'all today. Um, Mentioned last pod, I believe, that I watched Enemy, and now Kamiko has actually watched Enemy. I did. Watched it. When did I watch it? I watched it last week sometime. I might have even watched it Saturday. And with having watched Enemy, we are going to go straight into it. We are going to break down Enemy. We're going to analyze this bad boy. We, we are gonna, we're going to attempt this yeah, analyst that's pod. That's a better way to put it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to attempt to analyze our first one. So I think, it's, I think it'll be perfect. Yeah. I think we'll do it perfect. Yeah, I think it'll be great. I mean, 10 for 10. <laughs> And actually, we are together. This is the first time we've ever recorded together. We are live in the booth right now. We rented out a recording booth to make sure it sounds real nice in my basement on my sectional. Yeah, I think it sounds great. So if you have not seen Enemy, we highly recommend it. It's on Netflix, an hour and a half long, not a long watch. Uh, Great watch. So we're going full spoilers ahead. We are diving in. Uh, Keeks, let's, let's start us off. Let to we'll we'll give you a little bit of to set the scene. It was directed by Denis Villeneuve. It was actually, I think he finished Prisoners before this one. Then he directed Enemy, put it out, and then Prisoners came out. Oh, it was super that. weird. It was super weird how that one worked. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is the star, and then you've got you've got a couple other people. There's like five people in the movie total. Yeah, and he plays two of them. Yeah, so <laughs> so you don't you don't have a whole lot of variety. But you've got this school teacher named – he's a professor named Adam, and he's in a relationship, and he's watching a movie one night and sees a man that looks exactly like him. So that starts off this quest of him figuring out who is this guy, what is he doing, why does he look just like me, and then you also get the perspective from the dude that looks just like him, what's going on in his life, his acting life, and his relationships, and all that. Yeah, so – that's what this the movie starts with eventually right from the get-go is mm-hmm. the school teacher Adam. What was the what was the actor's name? Jake Jones. Oh, uh, oh, Anthony. Anthony. Okay. Perfect. So Adam is sitting in school one day and the teacher another professor is like, Hey, have you seen this movie? And so he goes and watches the movie, and as Kamiko mentioned, he sees a guy that looks just like him. And so he looks him up, finds his P.O. box. Yes. Yep. Finds his P.O. box. And goes and retrieves a letter. Now, that letter is really important. True. So that kind of sets the ground for this movie. Gets the letter, and then he starts basically stalking Anthony, this actor who looks just like him. Yeah. Now, as as we've kind of gone through a little bit of the, of the, the plot, the movie starts out oh, yeah, that's right. with better. him in this club – of just like men, it's kind of like a sex club, I guess you would say. Yeah. I, I think. And I, I, I watched this movie on a Sunday too. <laughs> yeah, I, probably not the best Sunday movie. I and it's you know you see the you see there's a woman there and then she leaves and another woman comes out with a platter and she opens it and a spider is in there and all of the men are a little bit weary of it and Jake Gyllenhaal's character who we find out to be Anthony is in the sex club kind of has his hands over his face which i felt 
the spider is what represented his fear of making relationships and commitment in the movie. I don't know what you took about that. Wow. Okay. I like that. So yeah, this movie has a lot of symbolisms. And the main one is the spider. And what's interesting is from the get-go is this lady that opens this platter is about to step on it mm-hmm. and crush on it. Yep. And I like that you mentioned that. Like he has his hands up by his, by his nose, by his face because he's, he's locked in. Like he's really kind of focused, mm-hmm. would you say? Yeah. So, and then that's when we get to Adam. He finds Anthony. So that's right out of the gate, that scene. Um, with the spider and the platter. <laughs> yeah. And then you got the words right after that. I think either right after that or right before it, you get the words that say chaos is order unorganized, something along those lines, which y- you see it unfold throughout the movie where, like Tanner is mentioning, is Adam's character comes out. And as you see him, his life is a little grim. Whenever he's in his apartment, it's dimly lit. He his life is kind of a mess, and after you see those words on there and kind of see his life, he starts this basically lecture towards his class. Mm-hmm. And um, with Adam, even his mom calls him and says, "Hey, I don't I don't know about that apartment." He's like, "I don't know how you're like living your life." Remember that? Yeah, that phone call. That's one of the first uh, scenes as well. Um, so his mother is very kind of concerned about his lifestyle of how he's living his life with his new apartment. And, and things like that. And so Adam's teaching and he also comes home and he kind of is hooking up with this girl. Yeah. I it's not really yeah, a girlfriend. It's not, a, it's not like a, it's like right a girlfriend. It's like a prostitute girlfriend. It's like, what are you? <laughs> it's like a, like a straight Tinder hookup. Exactly. And that kind of leads me into, he says this thing where history, he's a history professor. And so he says, history repeats. It's often like a cycle. And the first time that something happens in history, it's a tragedy. So I related that as his life as a history teacher. It's sad. It's dim. He's got this relationship that's not really a relationship. His mother's worried about him. And then the next thing he says is the second time something happens in history, it's a farce. And that's when we'll get to the end of the movie, how we'll wrap all of that up. But that part's super interesting. It kept going through my mind the whole time I was watching it. Yeah, and I liked how he how you mentioned that, like that history repeats itself, kind of like the cycle. So, uh, this movie, we'll just we're just gonna jump right into it now with kind of like what we think symbolizes what is Adam eventually meets Anthony, the actor, and uh, I find it interesting that when he goes to get the letter. That the guy at, at the front desk was said, "Hey, I haven't seen you in six months." Yeah, and then Anthony's wife has also been pregnant for six months. I noticed that in the movie. I was like, "Oh, okay." I didn't notice. I that. caught. I caught on to that. Okay. So sometimes I listen during uh, the movies. A little bit. Sometimes I pay attention. You're not always on your phone like I am. Sometimes. You know. It's yeah. Cool. Yeah. It happens. So I thought that was very. That's what I liked about this movie. It has these little little nuggets yes. that throw at you like, hey, here's this and here's that mm-hmm. and like the timeline. And right after, so he's obviously looking just like this Anthony guy. The guard doesn't question it and he gets the info and he leaves. And as we've talked about, he's able to stalk Anthony. Now, the interesting thing is he finds Anthony's number and he calls him. 
he calls him and Anthony's wife picks up and it's like, hey, hey, Anthony. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, is, is Anthony there? It's like, and she's kind of taken aback. Like, I'm, I'm speaking to you. This is you. It's like, no, this is, this is Adam, but you're not going to believe me. Like your husband looks just like me and I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. And as you see this moment and other moments when he's interacting with people in his, in Adam's life or Anthony's life, neither of them are ever in the same room. A lot of, all the conversations take place with either just Adam in there or just Anthony. And the only time that they are talking together, it's just them and no one else. True. Ooh. Like the one that they, they meet and then finally they meet in the hotel room. Yep. So yeah, the wife is super spooked and kind of like, what is going on? So Anthony comes home um, and is like, hey, this guy called me. And, she, and she's like totally confused. And then while they're talking, doesn't he get a phone call right there? Yeah. Anthony answers it and... It's Adam on the other line. Yeah. His doppelganger, his twin. And after that, he hangs up and his wife is all angry at him, like asking him, was that her? And he's freaking out like, no, that was a man. And so clearly um, he has some issues with remaining faithful to his wife. Anthony does. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was very interesting like that she mentioned like, hey, like, is that her? So he's describes and tells her like no that was like man talking Mm -hmm. and so anthony starts becoming starts to become obsessed as well and they eventually meet in hotel room and they start you know freaking out and kind of during the movie i thought like wow there's the there are two different people and then once they met in the hotel room and they're like i have the same scar on my i was like oh they're the same person he's like he's schizophrenic Yes. Like like he's okay. like he's super he's just messed up in the head. You know, he's got like these he's got these split personalities, you know, like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type thing. Kind of remind me a little bit of Fight Club. Okay. Yeah. Both great movies. So I mean, all all that's a that's a very welcomed nice take. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> that's you know, that's what I was thinking too as I'm watching it, and especially with the at with the rib with like the scar on the rib. I took that as like a slight little biblical thing, Adam being the first kind of son being born, scar taken from the rib, same with Anthony. That was that was just like a little thing I took. I don't know if I could really expound on it from there, but just an interesting thing, Adam being the first son. Um as they meet for the first time, Anthony then gets to take a look at Adam's as Adam's Adam has already left and Adam's girlfriend slash whatever is there. And Anthony sees her and is like, yo, like I'm, I'm down. I like that. Mm -hmm. And he starts to follow him and he starts to follow her and kind of becomes obsessed over her as well because he's got his wife and she's pregnant and it goes back to the spider thing. His fear of commitment to, being with this one person who he's already been with. He eas- he sees her and is easily persuaded to try and, you know, hook up with her or do something. I, I like how they both got on the bus and he was, like, just totally eyeing her. Yeah. Totally checking her out. Mm-hmm. He, like, he couldn't even, like, remain focused. Yeah. So, uh, and then eventually Anthony, the actor, uh, confronts Adam and says, hey, like, I'm taking out your girl and you'll never see me ever again. Like, yeah. I'm taking her out on, on a trip. And so Anth- Adam knows that Anthony is vacant at his apartment and then he goes into his apartment 
And as he goes into his apartment, he totally forgets where the room is. And so the usher lets him in. And he's the usher is talking about you know the sex club that they attended. Yeah, and he's like, hey, okay, I you would love. It was the same dude from the yeah from the yeah okay. yeah okay. yeah. So I was like, oh, I was like, he was obviously in the club that night. And so he's like, hey, I really want to go back. And Adam has no clue what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. He just kind of goes along with it. And so he gets in the apartment. He tries to get settled in. He's kind of like amazed of how nice it is. And then there's a photograph of Adam. That's torn apart, but this photograph – so Adam has a photograph that he compares to Anthony on the computer screen, and it's torn apart. It's a picture of him, and then he goes to Anthony's apartment, and that same photograph is attached. It's all one piece. Yeah. You know what exactly. I'm talking about? I definitely know what you're talking about. And in the – I was going to mention this part, but I think I'm going to mention after we've talked about the movie. It's the part with his mom. That I found super important. Oh, when they talked, yeah. But yeah. we'll we'll talk about it after because yeah. I think it kind of ties it all together. Yeah. And so in the meantime, while Adam's kind of confused, he's at the house and Anthony's, you know, pregnant fiance or wife or whoever comes home and is like and asks him, How is school? Yeah, when they're laying they're, uh-huh. they're laying in bed and he she he's just all timid yeah. and she knows like something's up. Exactly. And so they're laying in bed and she asks him, like, how's school? And he's like, What? And that was another clue to me where I'm like, okay, this dude right now, like in the moment of him being with Anthony's, quote unquote, Anthony's wife and Anthony being off with him. This is like his moment to decide, okay, who am I going to end up being? Am I going to be Adam? Am I going to be faithful? And I'm going to try and like make this work. Or am I going to be Anthony? I'm going to go off and I'm going to like do whatever I want and kind of be be a bit of a scoundrel Mm -hmm. and so even though anthony's wife knows that like it's not anthony she still plays along and wants to feel like adam is anthony or maybe doesn't even care yeah and we forgot to mention that the wife actually went to adam's work and school yeah forgot to mention that i forgot about that so i thought i found it interesting that she was looking him up Mm -hmm. and so she goes to his school and sits on a bench and she sees him and knows it's Anthony but doesn't know it is Anthony. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of like how she Like knows. she's yeah. she's totally freaked out like that Adam, Anthony doesn't recognize that's his wife. And he even asked her like how, how far are you along? Like pregnant. And she's like six months. And that's when the six months with the letter and the pregnancy come into play. And so that's basically when Anthony stopped acting – was after that six months. Yeah. I think it kind of freaked him out like, holy crap, I'm having a kid. Here's my commitment. So. Exactly. And so from that, you then, it cuts over to Anthony being with Adam's kind of girlfriend. They're in like a hotel. And they're, they're starting to like fool around. And she notices that he has a mark from a ring on his finger. And she starts getting super upset, like, who are you? Who are you? Like, who is this guy? I don't know who you are. Why do you look just like Adam? And so Anthony decides to leave. So they get up, and they get out, and he's driving down the freeway super pissed at her. And right when this is happening, the part with Adam being with Anthony's pregnant wife while they're having their moment, and as soon as Adam makes the decision to basically go with Anthony's wife is when Anthony speeds up the car super mad and crashes it, killing both of them. Now, you probably noticed, but as soon as they crashed the car, 
and throughout the whole movie, there are tons of like spider webs. You can see in the in the window, it starts to crack and develop like a spider, spider web. web. Saw that, yeah. Looking basically, basically crack in the window, <clears throat> and then it cuts back over to Adam with Anthony's wife. Mm-hmm. So, well, let's get to the ending. Let's get to the home run here. Love so it. clearly, they have split personalities. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned, I feel like it's a little bit like a Fight Club. Without the Robert Paulson. <laughs> Bless up. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> uh, so at the end, it even has a radio that there was a crash. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that was just a random crash or that was an actual like crash from Anthony and the girlfriend, so to speak. It could be yeah, probably interpreted in yeah. ways. And then uh, it looks like he turns it off, right? And so right after that, he's going to work, and he reaches into his suit pocket, finds the envelope that's been in there the whole time. That was like the first 20 minutes. Opens it, and it's the key to the club. And he starts looking at it. He's like fooling around with the key, and he started getting these thoughts and realizing like, hey, this is the key to the club. And then... And then he basically tells his... tells. The woman says, "Hey, I'm I'm not gonna be home tonight, or I'm gonna be working late." Is so there don't. Plan- she had, he asked, "Like, hey, do you have plans tonight? Where do we have plans tonight?" Oh. Okay, you you say it. Then, yeah, so. yeah. He had he's like asked, "Like, hey, do you have plans tonight?" And she doesn't respond, and he asks again, and she doesn't respond, and then he goes into the room, and this huge spider gets super freaked out by him, and just like backs into the corner. And instead of Jake Gyllenhaal kind of freaking out that it's a spider, he looks at him, looks at it, kind of thinks, and then just leaves. So I took that as, now we'll go back to the moment where he's talking with his mom. Because I felt that that was super important throughout the thing. I don't know how much you're listening, but like I replayed that part like five times. Wow. Yeah. Because I just felt like it was such a random part that there was something important to it. True. It kind of was out of the left part, left field there. Yeah. What was the conversation again? Okay, so basically you – and throughout the movie, Anthony mentions how he likes blueberries in his smoothies. He mentions it at a certain point. Oh, yeah. They get in a fight with his wife. Anthony does. Yeah. Like about the organic blueberries. Exactly. And so Adam is with his mom and he's talking with his mom or whatever and he's basically like – she's like, do you want a smoothie? He says, well, I don't want any blueberries in it. And this is one thing that she says. She's like, but you love blueberries. So it's like, oh, that's weird. If Adam doesn't like blueberries, but this is Adam's mom, but Anthony likes blueberries, she would have them on hand. And then the second thing was, as Adam's mom's talking to her, she says, you need to give up these dreams of being a third-rate actor. I caught that, yeah. And that's when I realized, okay, Adam is also a part of Anthony. If they're not two separate people, like they're, they're both Adam. Yes. And she even mentions, like, you have a good job mm-hmm. as a history professor. Like, she messages, like, you know, you have, a, you have a nice job as a school teacher and adds to that. So I, I agree. I felt like that conversation was really important. So what do you feel like the spiders are? I felt like it was kind of like a distraction. I, I, I felt like that was his distraction. I felt that the spiders kind of represented the fear that he i think you know spiders is a pretty common fear i had to kill a huge spider in my room today i was shaking it was horrible he, they knew they knew we were doing this <laughs> they, exactly it had like a little sack of babies on it 
So that's I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> it freaked me out, so I was shaking. Um, but I felt that it was his fear of commitment. So it was interesting when like the spider backs away from him, he doesn't get afraid of it. He just walks away from it. So that was kind of him accepting the fact that he was going to become Anthony, and he was like we said, if it happens the first time, it's a tragedy. The whole first part of the movie is sad and all that dissension, and then the second time it happens, it's like. Why were you playing with us? Like, we knew this was going to happen. It's it's just a joke at this point. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it. it the movie repeated itself. It went full yeah. circle. Like, you could have restarted the movie right mm-hmm. then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you would have gotten the same same story. Exactly. That's what I really liked about that movie. Yeah. It's like, I really wanted to, I wanted to rewatch it as soon as I I was done. Because I feel like it went full circle. Kind of like okay. had, a, had a little memento vibe. I, I You know what I mean? Because, like, right when it ended, it's like... I can restart this movie, and that's where it leads leads that's off. That's totally good. That's a good point. I I didn't want to rewatch it after watching it. I thought it was good. I felt like it was a good watch, and there were certain aspects that I wanted to rewatch to understand it. Mm-hmm. It was much like Mulholland Drive. If you guys have ever seen Mulholland Drive, I haven't seen it. It's it's like it. The end happens, and you're like, wait, what? So it's not that like you you're dying to see it. You just want to watch it again so you can understand it. Yeah, that's how I felt. M and Enemy was. Yeah. I thought it was a great watch. I'm going to give I, – I think we may have touched on that. I'm going to give it an A. Um, like I like movies that make me think, mm-hmm. that make me want to research, that make me want to analyze it. I felt like the spiders were kind of like uh, – for me, I thought it was like – when I first watched it, it was like a distraction. Like it was yeah. kind of like his distraction kind of – and I, I, can, I, I can see the fear. Um, kind of like temptation in a way. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know how many of you guys watch Chris Stuckman, but he had a great analyze video, analyst video on it. Yeah, and he mentions that the spiders were women. Oh, kind of gave that away. I'm sorry. No. So he mentions that it's women. That he's totally just lustful over women. Okay, that's interesting. Actually, the the movie is based on a a book called Double. And Denis Villeneuve added the spiders. They're not even in the original. They're not even in the okay. book. And he actually has said he's not going to reveal what they mean. He just put them in the movie, and he probably has his own meaning for them. But, nope, as far as we know, it could be a bunch of different things. But yeah. like we had said, we've got a couple different reasons, but it's pro- they're probably pretty it, – it's pretty well interpreted. Yeah, within that ballpark. Some people think that spiders are taking over the world. I don't know if people are actually serious like about that the theory. Type thing. <laughs> with, with spiders. So check out Enemy. I mean, hopefully you have. Or else it's, it's been spoiled. Sorry. Um, but yeah, that was our first crack at an analysis video. More will come. Love a good mind bender. Oh, yeah. No, I think it, I thought, I think it's really good. I'd give it a B plus. I think it's great. I think that Jake Gyllenhaal is probably my favorite actor, I would say. Really? Yeah. I wow. love Jake Gyllenhaal. He's so good. Um, Denis Villeneuve is an amazing director. Check out Prisoners, Sicario, Arrival, Blade Runner 2049, all his movies are amazing. Had kind of like a yellow gradient tone. Did, did. you feel that? Yeah, it did. I didn't, I didn't really love that. I'm sure that means something too. Did you notice that? Like all the picture was like had that yellow gradient mm-hmm. to it. So uh, it was okay. I just would have preferred, you know, like real picture. But yeah. I like I the vibe. Yeah. I did like the vibe. So good watch. Good watch. Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that was that. Um, anything else? No, we're we, we'll keep up some other analyst videos, analysis videos as we're going on. But this week, you can look forward to another review from us. Just another chat, another another little sweet sneak peek at the Meg. You know it.
All right, y'all. Well, we will see you soon. Enjoy. All right. Sweet. Sweet.